Hey there, my name is Madeline, and this is episode one of Casual Disasters, a podcast using narrative storytelling to highlight the endless stories of the Spokane people. My thought was, let's tell stories about this medium-sized city in America and the corner of nowhere and talk about what happens here. To me, Spokane is the epitome of casual disaster, just a whole chill mess The show Cops was filmed here, is really all you need to know about Spokane. When beginning this process, I had so many different ideas of what a podcast could be. I feel like the world of podcasts is endless. My initial thought was I'd gone out of a difficult relationship and wanted to tell the story of surviving a narcissist, or maybe tell the story of 20 years of failed long-term relationships. Maybe the story of my 14-year relationship from 16 to 30, or then my six-year relationship starting to date him right after the 14-year relationship, and now, for the first time ever, being single since I was a teenager, which was before the era of dating on apps. How crazy it's been trying to navigate dating and meeting humans through an app. In the city I was born and raised in, And now, been a therapist and a school counselor, and having to interact with parents and even some of my clients through this app. There's really no confidentiality for me living in a smallish city. Then my other thought was, how about I talk about being diagnosed as a female at the age of 30 with ADHD? Um, What that's been kind of like navigating. since women might present this diagnosis so differently than men do, and being misdiagnosed my entire life with anxiety instead of ADHD. But all of that really seemed really played out to me, like a millennial with ADHD (laughs) dating a narcissist, and now on dating apps, I'm like, that's literally the millennial American dream. I think we're covered. But I wouldn't just say that I'm not going to ever talk about that on this podcast because it's who I am and it makes me who I am navigating through the city of Spokane, which the stories and the culture here is just so interesting. Um, They all pertain to me and will definitely be discussed. All my ADHD vibes, growing up in a relatively conservative city in America, essentially living on an island within the state of Washington, um, a city that's very divided politically, um, and trying to be genuinely myself in a space, in a semi-public position. As part of my healing from the relationship, I really realized after leaving this narcissistic situation, which I, even as a therapist, was super unfamiliar with what narcissism was. Um, I will say the generation of TikTok and Instagram has definitely highlighted um, what narcissism is, and now you can be a full-blown therapist via Instagram um, without even having to touch graduate school and spend endless money like I did at Gonzaga. (laughs) Um, Being that I have 
a special ed background as a teacher and then getting my master's in mental health and school counseling, I really felt, you know, I need an outlet for art and creativity. A lot of that's lost in the traditional schooling comprehensive systems that we work within. Um, so I really started to look, dig into that. Like, I love storytelling. I love talking to people. How cool would it be to interview people in Spokane? Because every time I travel, people are like, this is where you grew up. You've lost this many friends already from your high school. I've never heard stories like this. Um, I think being that we're on one and unceded territory of the Spokane tribe, a land that we are all guests on, I think this land has been really disrespected and maybe there's this like hidden darkness I've always felt growing up here, but then within it there's this beautiful light that I want to highlight about Spokane. Um, the only thing people really know about Spokane is Rachel Dolezal or serial killers or Gonzaga as they call it or Spokane. Um, the identity of Spokane has always been really interesting to me. Like our slogan for Spokane is near nature, near perfect. Or the fact that we have to have another slogan that Spokane doesn't suck has always made me pause and wonder why do we have to say that the city doesn't suck if it's so great? Um, so with that, this last couple of years, um, I've really been pouring myself into like investing in the comedian comedy scene of Spokane. I was like, this exists within my city. Some of my best friends are involved and do stand up. Um, so I thought that's how I want to highlight my creativity is talking and expressing myself through humor because I find that to be one of the most healing ways. Um, but I also, when kind of going into that scene, realized, oh, this is actually a magnified space for abusive men and narcissists. I definitely do not want to tell my story when I'm already socially anxious and don't like public speaking. Um, like, for instance, a comedian got up and talked about sexually assaulting me, no repercussions. Or I've seen men do blackface or have been told that. Um, I guess I didn't actually see it, but <laughs> I've had them joke about doing blackface in front of me. It just pained me, I guess, like being in that space. It just never felt right to share my humor in that, at least not here in Spokane. But highly respect the comedians here and have been really, really lucky to meet and get to see weekly some of these comedians grow over the last couple of years and bring like this new, what I find art form to Spokane that I, growing up I never knew existed here. One of the things I really thought about was this guy once told me that Spokane is Spokane nice. Like people here are Spokane nice like that we brush things under the rug, we smile in people's faces, confrontation is very minimized here. They find it to be an act of violence if you are blunt, confrontational, just genuinely being yourself or setting boundaries. I find that very often with people here. My hope was let's do a podcast and give a space for community within Spokane 
um, connecting us to the outside world. I remember being so confused when I was a therapist in a high school here, and a lot of my students had never even left their neighborhood. They didn't even know our city. And one of my biggest wishes for people in Spokane and that I tell my students constantly is, I hope you leave, even if it is just temporary. Like, you need to see that something exists outside of the city. Um, it's really important. One of the things I know about myself is that I grew up in the Catholic community of Spokane, K through eight, very, very tight-knit conservative spot. I was growing up low income in that space, um, divorced parents, which is super controversial. This before that was really like culturally acceptable. And then just going through trauma and being in that conservative space and trying as an introverted person to be around really highly wealthy people who had access to endless things that I didn't have access to. I never felt safe in this place. And then part of this Catholic piece of me that has never gone away, maybe some weird masochist like Catholic guilt, is that I really, really wanted to give back to my Spokane community as my life shifted and I had access to a lot more privilege that I felt indebted to my students and children here in Spokane to show them alternative ways of thinking and not thinking like everyone else, rigid, tight-knit, clicky community. Um, but all that to say, I've just been exploring art and creativity to come back to the space of podcast. I'm currently in the Spokane Library downtown Spokane, and what's so crazy is our city has built music studios, film studios within our library that you can just rent for free. And like, for instance, right now I'm recording this for free with an entire soundboard, high-tech system that I would never have access to if I had to purchase these items. So with that, I've really, really found that there's just like this lacking area of Spokane of like just our voices and our stories and validation. So my hope is Spokane to have different guests on um, as much as possible and interview and have people tell what I found as a therapist to be the most healing theory, which is narrative storytelling. Um, being able to express your story, um, having someone be in the presence of your story um, might be the first time you've ever told it, um, really connects other humans. And podcast to me is that. It's like storytelling, hearing other people's perspectives. And we can access it anywhere in the world. And that's super important, um, visibility and access to me. And as someone with ADHD, neurodivergence, overstimulation. This just makes the most sense. I'm in an isolated room with headphones on. Even this is causing anxiety just to think, shit, can someone next door hear me telling this story? But um, it's better than me getting up on stage and, I don't know, having those ADHD freeze moments where fight, flight, freeze happens and I completely stall and am ridiculed for it. So... I don't mind being ridiculed through the internet as much as in person. Um, 
So just really thinking about this and where I'm going with it. Um, just living in the inland Northwest, just touching Idaho, which is a state that is banned pro-choice. Um, living in a city that's really removed from Seattle, just in this little island over here. I just want to make things seen and visible for my people here. One of the things I always laugh about is how Spokane can kind of just like be this random place within the state of Washington that's very divided. Um, we have so many things changing here politically that I'm really excited for for our city and can't wait to see where it goes. And I just want to welcome the idea that anyone could do this. Um, and thinking about playfulness and art and creativity, like it doesn't have to be rigid and it needs to be like community-based. I want people to be on that are wanting to talk about maybe what they do here in Spokane, bringing people and inviting them within their space. One of the things I've been doing lately is like roller skating as an adult. Um, I try to go weekly right now and it's been cool and interesting to like connect to other people. Um, and I didn't realize the depth of roller skating and the culture that goes with skating um, with racial divides and it's been actually a more diverse space than I've seen in a lot of Spokane is our roller skating community. So that's just an example of stuff that's happening that you might not even be aware of um, here in Spokane. And so with that, I think there's just a lot of casual disasters <laughs> also amongst the beauty of Spokane. And one of my favorite parts of being a counselor, a therapist is getting that opportunity to speak to people and, but it's always in the privacy of my office. Um, and I think a lot of these stories should be told publicly about this random little corner of the country. <laughs> um, so until I have my next guest, my favorite phrase that I've been using as I tell men on apps to peace out is peace, with, peace be with you as a phrase of um, <laughs> my boundary to humans and reclaiming this Catholic word um, that Pope Benedict eliminated as he died on that hill for some reason. Um, but yeah, so this is episode one. So much more to talk about. Can't wait to dive into all the different aspects of me, what I'm doing um, just as a person in Spokane, but bringing all my people along with me that I've met here and having them share their story. Thank you.